Welcome to the Magical Learning Podcast. In today's episode, Danette talks about how to make a great workplace culture. She talks about visiting the Zappos showroom where they had a great workplace culture and also some tips that she uses at Magical Learning. Enjoy. Hello and welcome to this edition of Magical Learning's podcast. My name is Danette Fenton-Menzies and today I thought we'd talk about building a great culture. We've been doing a number of um, training and also consulting work around culture of late and so I thought this is a beautiful topic. And let's start with a quote by Peter Drucker who said, culture eats strategy for breakfast. And I have to say that I agree with this because for me culture is the tone of an organisation. So we can have lovely strategies on the wall, but if the attitudes, the behaviour of our people don't actually mesh with those, then our culture's really going to stop us from achieving our strategy. There is a fabulous book that I would highly recommend if you're looking at your culture, and it's called The Culture Code by Daniel Coyle. And in that book, he identifies three particular um, skills that we need to build in organisations in order to create high-performing cultures. So the first one he talks about is build safety. And this particular one um, also came up in Project Aristotle, which was a research project done by Google back in 2012, where they looked at what were the key elements of high-performing teams. And the number one factor they found was building psychological safety. And that's where the team care about one another, not just on a work level, but also on a social level. So they connect before meetings with a general social chit chat, but also allowing each team member to have equal airtime so that everyone's voice is heard. So some of the ways that we can build safety within our culture is as a leader, it's really important to listen far more than you talk. So show your people that you really are genuinely listening to them. In fact, I had a leader recently who um, was very vulnerable with their team and genuinely listened to all of the things that they, the team thought they could work on. And that to me really demonstrated that building the safety because as the meeting went on, the team shared more and more things which would have hurt the leader And yet the leader was willing to sit there and build that safety to listen to their people and what they had to say. It is really important as leaders, we need to demonstrate that we are vulnerable, we are fallible and share that with our people so that they know they can share that with us when they make mistakes as well. And if someone does come and bring a difficult message, it's really important to embrace the messenger not what happens in some cultures, which is they shoot the messenger. The other thing is just being generally kind. So saying our thank yous, our pleases, so that we connect with people on that social level. It is important to, from a brain perspective, to make sure that we're not way too serious. So one of the things Daniel Coyle suggests is that um, often you'll see teams where safety is there, that they um, embrace fun. And I absolutely think that is a great thing to do. The other thing is that it is so important to call out bad behaviour. The behaviour we walk away from is the behaviour we accept. So if there is bad behaviour, 
we need to have a very low tolerance for it and call it out because all of that makes the workplace safe for all of our people. The second element he talks about in his book is sharing vulnerability. And we've talked a couple of times already in the previous point around vulnerability from leaders. But it's really important also as leaders to share what are our expectations and continuously share them, particularly around things such as cooperation and collaboration. One thing that I really loved out of this book is that if you have bad news to deliver or negative news to deliver, that you need to do it in person. Now, this for me is um, something that I see in great cultures where people are willing to sit face to face and share that negative news rather than type it up in an email and hit send. Or as happened to one of our um, listeners once, they were acting in a job for quite some time, applied for the job, did the interview and kept asking, how's it going? And their, their leader was like, oh, no, you'll be fine, you'll be fine. And then one Friday they went home and got a letter in the mail that said you were unsuccessful. Now, when that happens, that absolutely shatters trust. So being prepared to do the hard stuff in person. The other thing around listening is to make sure that we stop trying to fix the problem and actually draw more out of the person so that they can solve their own problems. So saying, using phrases saying, what else? Tell me more about that. All of those encourage the other person to continue to explore what it is that they are challenged by. And another great thing to do with your team is if there is a challenge that they're grappling with, rather than, again, sitting down and trying to fix it for them, allow them to fix it for themselves. So actually walk away, explain why you're walking away because you know that they've got it within them to fix it and then let them do their great stuff. Now, another fabulous quote, and this is from Tony Shea, who um, was the CEO of Zappos. He created this um, fabulous organization that was really customer-centric, but also about the team having fun and being a little bit weird as well. And his um, quote was, for individuals, character is destiny. For organizations, culture is destiny. Graham and I were lucky enough to go to Zappos um, headquarters and have a look around and it was so much fun. So they really did live by their their values and their culture. Um, Tony Shea's desk was just a desk like any other person's desk in the middle of the work area. Um, It was close to Halloween when we visited. So there was a coffin in the reception area and a sign on it, this is where bad bosses go to die and it was just they just had lots of fun Um, and it really did show me that their culture was something that they walked and talked. The last point that was in the culture code that was really important was to establish purpose. So it is really important for your people to be able to understand what are the key priorities And we need to communicate them many, many more times than we think we should so that everyone is on the same page. The other thing is, in organisations, sometimes we think everything should be done the same way, but that's actually not the the truth. So in the book, it talks about figure out where your group needs to aim for proficiency. So we need to put proper systems in place to make sure that things are done efficiently and effectively. 
But we also need to look at where creativity is required in a particular activity and make sure that we create space for creativity. They're not the same types of tasks, so we need to make sure that we treat them differently so that we get the best out of our people, whether they're doing the proficiency type tasks or the creativity tasks. The other thing is, um, with your purpose, is coming up with a catchphrase that represents your organisation. So for Zappos, theirs was create fun and a little weirdness, and it absolutely was the organisation's culture. The other thing is to focus on what is it we really should measure versus what a lot of organisations do, which is have the same key performance indicators as others. So for Zappos, they didn't measure call time they or the number of calls. They actually measured the impact of those calls. So a long call was often celebrated because it meant that that connection was happening with their customers. Another simple thing you can do to help establish purpose is to have an artefact for your um, organisation. And I really love that idea out of the Culture Code. For our organisation, if you've ever done a face-to-face -face training with us, you'll notice that we use pipe cleaners. And they're part of the fun because we know that people who are tactile learn while playing with pipe cleaners. So we get some great output. And students who often share that they've listened far better during the workshop because we provided the pipe cleaners. The other thing is to think about what are the behaviours that we want to celebrate and setting them out first and foremost so that people actually understand what is expected of them. And another great book on culture which I love is Big Potential by Sean Acor. And one of the fabulous ideas I got out of his book and I applied in a number of things is to make sure that we celebrate the little wins along the way. The moment we celebrate, it lights up our brain, it lights up those around us and it puts into our bloodstream the feel-good chemicals which make us want to take that action again. Now for me, building a culture that is one that supports your people, supports excellence in what you do, is something that does require us to think about what are the key elements, what should we be focusing on, to make sure that we deliver on what we say we will. And if you've got an organisation where perhaps customers are valued way over your people, that will create a culture which won't necessarily be a great culture because when we look after and value our people, they will look after and value our customers. So I encourage you to explore and think about what you might want to create in terms of the culture in your organisation. And then as a leader of the organisation, look at your behaviours to see whether they're actually building that culture or whether they're maybe pulling that culture down. Anyway, I hope you've enjoyed this discussion. Until next time, stay magical. Thank you for listening to the Magical Learning Podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. I got a lot out of it. If you're new to the podcast, you can go back and have a look at some of our older episodes. We've got webinars in there, but we've also got shorter episodes that cover more specific topics. Otherwise, you can always follow us at all social medias. We are magical learning on most things, including YouTube, where you can see old webinars and extra information. Have a magical week.